have your Bibles, turn to Romans chapter 13. Romans chapter 13. I was reading this and it hit me like a ton of bricks. I said, wow, that's where we're at today. And I believe it stands true today as it was the day that uh, when it was written, when Paul wrote this, it was it's true today. And uh, Romans chapter 13, uh, verse number 11. And now that knowing the time that now is high time to wake out of sleep, for now is our salvation nearer than we believed. The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk honestly. And as a day not in rioting or drunkenness or in chambering or wantonness, not in strife and envying, but ye put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ and make not provisions for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. Let us pray. Father, we thank you, the Lord, just ask to touch hearts and open our minds tonight, Lord. We, we stand in need, Lord. We, the, the country stands in need. The world stands in need tonight, Lord. And you know those things that's happening, what's going on in this world, Lord. We pray that you intervene as only you can, Lord. Help us tonight and help us be what we need to be. And Lord, we just thank you and praise you for what you do. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Uh, when you think about living today, uh, and the Bible said, knowing uh, the time, that think that when people come to church today, their minds are more on the times that we're living in more than has ever been before. It seems like that's the statement today, that's the topic of the day of what's going on. We've got pandemonium going on in this world today. We've got it going on in our country. We've got it going on in our state. But what surprised me, it doesn't surprise me about the, the people that, it, that do not know God, they're going to act this way. But what really surprised me is those who proclaim by the blood of Jesus Christ and the way they act. What really surprises me. We can understand why they're living in the fear and running around without even directions today. We understand why, because they don't know Jesus. They don't know God. But we that are saved ought to be steady. Uh, those that are saved ought to be something more on the inside that secures us, that you're bought by the blood. When the world is falling apart, we preach about it, we sing about it, we testify about it, and having faith and trust in God and standing strong in hard times, it may just be God is trying to get, put the world into a test and testing us. I, I believe this is a test. I believe God is trying to see if we really believe in what we say we believe in tonight. If ever a time as the world has been looking and watching Christianity, they're watching now. There's one thing that you and I cannot afford to do. We cannot afford to live in fear. We cannot afford uh, to operate based on our feelings and the, the emotions that's going on around. We need to trust God and we need to live by faith, walk by faith, and we need to believe the promises of God. We need to believe in the book and stand firm on what we've always said that we believed in. 
And we stand, need to stand strong on those in a world that's been turned upside down. In a world that does not know what's going to happen tomorrow. We've always known that as being Christians, we know that the world is looking through glass now, that darkly glass. Uh, uh, they don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. We've always known that. We know that there's no security in this world. There's no steadiness in this world. But we know that some things that, we, that the world does not know. We know in whom we believe in. And we're persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. Job says, My Redeemer liveth, and he shall stand on the latter day on, upon earth, and throughout my skin worms destroy my, my body, yet in my flesh I shall see God. We know that in the last days, we know that these things are going to happen and we should be standing fast and ready and secure what God has told us and what we believe in. We believe in the Word of God. We put our trust in the Word of God. We put our faith in the Word of God. And then now God is saying, I want you to show that in this time of pandemonium that's going on in this world. I'm not worried about the things I don't know because... I feel real good about the things I do know. And what's going to happen in the next few days, I, I don't know. But I'm going to take that one thing that I do know. And I'm going to look at the situation that's going on in the world and I'm going to look at it through what I do know. I know that Christ is alive. I know that Christ is coming back. I know that we're in the last days. This world is going to end someday. I know that. I'm going to look at that and through the things that I know in the Word of God, I trust in God and believe in God, and I'm going to look at all this pandemonium that's going on in this world, and I'm going to look at it through the Word of God and just trust in God and believe in God. So I want to talk a little bit tonight about pandemonium and prayer. We was talking about it. And we talked about how the world all of a sudden just flipped upside down and they was running around just screaming and yelling and scratching their heads, not knowing what to do, not where to go, uh, not who to look to. And, and all of a sudden it dawned on me, we too as Christians fell in the same thing. We fell in that act of pandemonium. We fell in that act of fear and doubt instead of praying from the very beginning. We should have been at the altars on our, on our faces praying for God. Lord God, it's you and you alone. I'm seeing the world in the messed up world. I see this what's happening. But if I come and pray, Lord, I know that you're in charge. And I'm going to trust in you. What's happening in America, what's happening in the world could be one of two things. It could be something to silence our churches as we see it has silent churches today. I've never seen more Christian people be afraid of something in this world. The Bible says this world is not our home. This world is not my home. I should not be afraid of anything because I know who's conquered the world. I should not be afraid of this. It may be that what's going on is something used to silent the churches. 
Or it could be the judgment of God upon the sins of this world. I don't know if either one of them is, but I do know this. Jesus is coming soon and this world is going to end. The Word tells me that. I do know that God is still in full control. I may have doubts. I may have that flesh moment. But I want to continue to trust God and believe God. It's real today. And the reason I think it's real today because America lost one of their greatest gods. And one day, the god of sports was brought to the knees. I've never seen churches were shut down just to have a Super Bowl party at night to watch Super Bowl. What's wrong with us? One of the biggest gods in America was brought to his knees and God is trying to wake you and I up. We've got our minds on the wrong thing. We're looking at the wrong thing. We need to get back in the word of God. We need to start trusting God and believing in God and standing on the promises of God instead of looking around us what's happening in this world. That's what God is trying to tell us. I show you what I can do. You got to trust and believe in God. In this text, there's four things that he mentions. I want to give them to you right quick. First of all, he talks about time. Knowing that time, that now is high time to awake out of the sleep. It is time for America to wake up. It is time for Christians to wake up. It is time for us to get our eyes off the world and our eyes off of self and our own lives and wake up this morning because it's coming to an end. The world's going to come to an end one day. Jesus is coming again one day. I don't think God is trying to get the attentions of sinners more than he is trying to get the attentions of the Christian people today. We have fallen asleep. We have gotten in a stupor. We've gotten lazy. We've got apathy. We've got all of these things that's come into church and we see these things on the outside of the walls of God's house and we're afraid to do things. But let me just say this. And God is God. He's still God. He's still in charge. He's still in control. If we believe and trust in Him and see the times that it is, we know it's coming to a head. It's time for us to get back to the Word of God. It's time for us to start reading the Word of God. It's time for us to get back in the soul-winning business. That's what God has called us to do. And go you in the highways and compel them. Time for us to be what we're called to be. It's time for us to put up a shut up. If we say we believe in God and we trust in God, now God said, hey, uh, this is coming on. What are you going to do? Are we going to do like everybody else and run and hide? I'm going to isolate myself. I'm going to set myself aside. No, it's time for us to get out and show the world that God is God. It's not time to stop reading the Bible. Now it's the time to start getting in the Scriptures. It's not time to stop praying. Now it's time to really start praying. Now it's time to get serious, God. 
God is trying to wake us up. We've got slothful. We done got lazy on God. And God says, now it's time. I want you to see what's going on in this world. I want you to see how the world is acting. Don't become part of them. And that's what we've done. I've seen church after church after church fold, close the doors. And why? The one God that can help them, they're running from. They said, why don't you close the doors? No, 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 no. No, no, no. I'll be here. It is your choice whether you be here. But I'll be here. I'm coming to serve God. I know God is still God. I know he's still on the throne. And he's telling me it's time to get up out of that stupor. It's time to wake up and get out of that slothfulness that you got into. And you need to wake up and be a soul winner and be a witness in this world and this lost and dying world. We see it's high time that we wake up. I believe it's time for we to wake up. We've gotten so lazy. He talks about the time, then he talks about the truth. For now is our salvation nearer than we believed. Nearer than we believed. The night is far spent. The day is hand. The truth of the text, Paul said that we need to wake up because Jesus is coming and we need to wake up because the time and signs are all pointing towards that today. We're heading home. What joy should fill our souls. What joy should fill our hearts to know that, hey, we're heading home. We need to wake up because of things that's happening around this world. It's not by chance. It's not by circumstances. And you know, everything is done by the providence of God. And I believe God is trying to wake us up. In Matthew chapter 24, uh, Jesus lists some things. Uh, he's talking about the wars and rumors of wars. He talks about pestilence. He talks about earthquakes. He talks about famines. He talks about uh, persecution that's coming his way. He's talking about the signs that the world is seeking for. He told them the days have come, but if you know, and I know, that's what's happening today. We've already seen the signs and they're all starting to come into play now. That tells me the truth that the night is far spent and salvation is nearer than we ever believed. I, I could say that we're very close. I could say it could happen any moment, any time the trumpet will sound. And, and we're fixing to get up out of here. What a wonderful day that would be when you hear the sound and knowing that, hey, I'm leaving this world. I'm leaving my troubles. I'm leaving my sorrows. All this world that has to offer is nothing to hold me back. I'm telling you what, I don't want to go to hell for what the world has to offer. I'm ready. My bags are packed. My ticket is punched. I'm ready to leave out of here. And we see that the signs are pointing to that today. We don't need to be afraid. We ought to get excited. And we're about to ready to check out and leave this place. Amen. 
We don't need to be like the world running around scratching their heads and doubt and fear and disappointment and discouragement. We don't need to be acting like we ought to be standing strong and say, hey, thank God, thank God, hallelujah. I'm about ready to check out. I'm about ready to go home. I've got a, oh, praise God. I'm telling you, I'm getting excited, Lord. Come, Lord, come quickly, amen. This world ain't got nothing for me. But let's don't get caught up worrying about this pestilence. We worry about stuff. Let's don't worry about it. Let's don't fall like the world has fallen and looking around trying to figure out where to go and who to go to. We know who to go to. We know who's in control. Amen. Jesus is still on the throne there. God is still on the throne there. And nobody's kicked him off. He hasn't been advocated. He hasn't been dethroned. He's still there. But we like the world. Oh, woe is me. We, you know, it's nothing worse to see a Christian do this. Oh, I don't know who to turn to. What's something wrong with you? Something wrong with you? You don't know who to turn to. I'm sorry for you. Because I'm telling you, Jesus Christ has a solution. Jesus Christ, we're about ready to check out. You ought to be excited about that. Hey, man, we ain't got to go through all this stuff. We ain't have to see all these things. We're about ready to check up, check out. Amen. He talks about the time. He talks about the truth. Then he talks about the terror. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. The hour is late. It is darkness. You ever heard that phrase? It is darkness before the dawn. He's telling us that we need to wake up because the sun is about to rise. You know what? I, I, I really love to watch the sun rise. Get a good cup of coffee. And just watch that sun come up over that horizon. And I've seen it many a time in a lot of different countries. I've seen that sun rise up and it's just as beautiful as it is here in North Carolina. I'm telling you what, even in Somalia when that sun come up, it was the same thing. It looked beautiful when it topped that horizon. I'm sitting there with my cup of coffee. I'm looking and I said, oh my, my, ain't God good. It just, it just warms, warms your soul to see that. But let me tell you what, there's going to be one day and not the S-U-N is going to rise, but the S-O-N is going to rise. He's going to take us home. I'm looking toward that day that when he rises and he comes out and steps out and calls us home. I'm looking for that day. It ought to be terror in the world today and that knowing that Jesus Christ is coming back. It ought to fear the Christians today knowing that he's coming back and we're asleep. We're asleep. Let me tell you what, if I start seeing these things, and I'm a Christian, I've been sleeping, and I see these things happen, I get closer to God right about now. I'd get at the altar and say, Lord, I've been asleep for too long. But I see this, what's happening. I see the signs pointing at it. I know that you're coming back. Your word says you're coming back. It says you don't know the day nor the hour. He said he'll come back like a thief in the night. You don't know when he's coming back. I don't know when he's coming back. He don't even know when he's coming back. Only the Father knows. Let me tell you, he's sitting on the very edge of that throne seat right now. Waiting, the Father says, go get your children. And thank God, we ought to be awake and doing God's work when he does come. Amen. We sleep. That ought to put fear into a Christian's life that want to run out and tell everybody. Jesus is coming soon. It could be morning, night, or noon. Woo! 
Woo! Many will meet their doom. Amen. That'll put fear in you. Hey, it could be your brother. It could be your sister. It could be your husband. It could be your wife. It could be your son. It could be your daughter. It'll put fear in your life that you run and tell them Jesus is coming back. Amen. Amen. We know it's coming. I, I, I love that song. People say, what are you going to do if you get sick? Get better. What I'm trying to do is get better anyway. They said, what happens if you die? Hey, I got better. I got better. I love that song. I'm a winner either way, whether I go or whether I stay. Amen. I'm a winner either way. So I'm not going to worry about it. I, I'm not having fear about it. But I'm going to tell you what, the world that don't know Jesus Christ and running around here with their heads chopped off and not knowing to turn to, we as Christians need to get out of that sleeper, out of that stupor that we got in and start telling the world, hey, Jesus Christ is coming back soon and you need to get ready. I need to get ready. The world needs to get ready. What a wonderful thing to think you and your family can go to heaven at the same time when Jesus comes back. Amen. But let me tell you what, there are going to be those that you know and love going to get left behind. Going to get left behind. That'll put terror into a Christian's life. Talks about the time, talks about the truth, talks about the terror. Then he talks about the teaching. Let us walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting or drunkenness. Chamberlain, or wantness, and the strife, or evening, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ. Make not provisions for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. There is a negative in verse 13, and there is a positive in verse 14. The negative is not the walk in those things that he said in a riot and a drunkenness or raiment and a wantonness and strife and him. Don't walk in that. Don't walk in the flesh. That is the result of flesh. That is the fruits of the flesh. He said you don't need to walk in that. You can't walk in that as a Christian. And in this world we see that's happening today. But in verse 14 he says put on the Lord Jesus Christ. And fulfill, be filled with the Holy Spirit. You know what the tough times we're living in today? You know what it ought to do for us, the times that we live in today? It ought to strengthen our faith. To see the things that's going on in this world, it should make our faith stronger. It should calm our fears that we have in this world. It should bring us to our knees. Tough times should not cause Christians to be in a pandemonium attack. It should bring us to our knees into a prayer for life. It's not because we don't live in fear or doubt, but it's time for us to shine. God said, now it's time for you to wake up out of that slothlessness. Now it's time for you to wake up out of that sleep that you've been in. Now it's time for the light to shine. And we're living in a dark world. And you say, well, uh, I see the sun, I got light. But we're living spiritually, we're living in a dark world today. Uh, People are doing what they want to do, live how they want to do, say what they want to do, act 
like they want to do. We're living in a spiritually in a dark world today. It needs some light. And you and I are the only ones that can give that light. The ones that have been birthed in the family of God. The one that's filled with the Holy Spirit. Ought to let your light shine. Don't isolate yourself. Don't shut your door on the world when it needs you the best. You know, the, the doors of the church are open. Those who need to come in, they'll make their way here. But we just got to let our light shine in this lost and dying world. I, I can't run and hide because Jesus certainly didn't run and hide. They came for him in the garden. Judas gave him the kiss of death. Betrayed him. Jesus could have easily said no and backed off and, and walked away. They couldn't have touched him. Amen. He could have said no and they would have fell over. He could have called 10,000 legions of angels down. No. He didn't run and hide from the cross. He went to it freely. And the reason why he went to it, he knew that you and I needed a savior he knew that if he did not go to the cross and die and shed his blood that we would die and go to hell and he's telling us today don't you run and hide don't you crawl up under your bed and shut the door and lock the world out when they need you the most they need to see the light shining in you. They need to see Jesus in your life. And you need to tell them what he's done for you. Hey, I'm going to take care of myself. I'm going to take precautions. But I'm not running and hiding like the world is doing. It's time for us to wake up. It's time for us to say, Lord, I'm t being tested on what I've said I believed in. I believe in the death, burial, and resurrection. I believe that you're still in control. I believe that you're coming back again. I, I believe every word of the Bible. I believe everything you said. You said you'll never leave him. You'll never forsake me. You'll always be with me. Lord, it doesn't matter where I go. I can stand in the midst of this disease and this virus. God will stand with me. If it's not my time, God will protect me. But God said, hey, don't be afraid. Don't live in fear. Don't live in doubt. Don't live in disappointment. But get out and let your light shine today. So what are you going to live in today with? Pandemonium or prayer? What are you going to live in? Are you going to go to work tomorrow with fear written all over your face? Are you going to go home and lock your door and say, world, you stay out there and I'll stay in here. Now, it's time for us to get on our knees to the Lord. If I trust you like I say I do. If I believe you like I say I believe you, then I need you to show me what I need to do and where I need to go. But most of all, Lord, let the light shine in me that the others may see the light and bring them into the house of God. Because Jesus is coming soon, morning, night, or noon. I don't think the church is ready for him to come back. I don't. I, I think we've been got caught up in playing church for so long we forgot. Amen. 
we've forgotten that Christ is coming back. We sing the song, we sing the song, Victory in Jesus. Till the storm passes over, we sing those songs, uh, He can move the stone. I don't think we really believe what we sing. I don't think we really preach, believe what we preach. I don't think we really believe in what we read in God's Word. Now it's time for us to wake up. He didn't say tomorrow. He said it's high time. High time. He means you ain't got time left. You need to get ready and prepared now. And when you get ready and prepared now, you go out and let your light shine in this world and bring those in that need Christ. How can we show the world what we got we stand in fear just like they do. Amen. How can I tell the world that Jesus Christ saves when I don't really believe it and I'm running around fearful of my life? Amen. He's coming back soon. It's time for us to wake up. I believe Jesus is testing us, seeing if we believe what we say we believe in. Get ready. Get ready. I think worse times are coming. I think the fire's being turned up. The heat's getting turned up. The devil's having a heyday. How many, (laughs) how many can he pull from the church? How many can he get to waver their faith? How many can he get to turn their back on God? Let me just say this. If you're not rooted and grounded in the word of God, if it's not in your heart, it's not where it needs to be in your life, you'll be one that walks away from God. But I'm going to stand true. I'm going to stand with him. Even until the death that comes my way, I'm standing with Jesus Christ. Amen. Are you living in pandemonium? Fear? When you just say, hey, God's in the control, and I'm just going to pray about it and ask God. 